Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace. And I'm Pastor Pete Norris, Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And today we want to talk about understanding grace. You know, there's so much hype. There's so much uh, discord. There's so many things going around the world that are just causing people to be off focus and, and getting their mind off of off the things of the Spirit and onto the things of the flesh. And I want to talk about something that I believe is misunderstood greatly in the body of Christ today, and it's the message of grace. You know, grace in the Greek means the divine influence upon the heart, and it reflects in the life, unmerited favor. Grace indicates favor on the part of the giver, thanks on the part of the receiver, and God's riches at Christ's expense. Now, we all understand and we all receive Ephesians 2 and 8. And most everybody, denominational and everybody along these lines, preach this message. And the message is, For by grace you have been saved through faith, that not of yourself it is a gift of God. And everybody preaches that. Most every denomination preaches that. Most everybody believes that. But I really don't believe that grace stops there. I believe grace is a gift. I do believe grace is unmerited favor. In other words, it's something you didn't deserve, but you got anyway on the, on, because of Jesus Christ. And when I think about faith, I think about, let's go back to the real original of what God said. So in Romans 4 and 16, Therefore it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. And so we see in 2 Timothy 1 and 9, who has saved us, called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. Now we see here, according to Scripture, that God had called us and he had purposed us and he had saved us and he had given us Jesus Christ before time began. Now that's before the foundation of anything in the world, according to 2 Timothy 1 and 7. Now, to share a little bit of light on that, don't establish a principle or a theological doctrine on one scripture, but let everything be established upon two or three witnesses. So we see in Ephesians chapter 1, 4 through 6, as just as he has chosen us in him, now we'll see before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved. Now there's three things in these scriptures I want us to get. Number one, in verse 4, we were chosen in Him before the foundation of the world. Now that's pretty much what 2 Timothy 1 and, 7, 1 and 9 says. But also in verse 5 it says, He having predestined us to the adoption as sons of God to Himself according to the good pleasure of His will. And then the sixth verse says, He made us accepted in the Beloved. Now when did He do that? Well, you got to go back to 4. He done that as we were chosen in Him before the foundation of the world. And the word chosen is actually a Greek word that means you and I are His favorite. Now, we understand that God loves everybody, and we understand that God was drawing everybody. We understand that God purposed everybody. But also we see in Ephesians 1 and 10, 
that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. Now the Greek word gather to Together is literally to gather together again. This means to regather as they were in the beginning. All things were perfect condition in the garden. And I believe that God has taken us back to that perfect place in Christ. I believe that when we when Adam fell in the garden and became lost, as we on a note, spiritually dead, all of us that were born after Adam became lost because of Adam's fall in the garden. Well, then all of us became righteous in Christ because of the rise of Jesus on the cross. So you and I have been delivered out of that. So we've been gathered together again as we were in the beginning. So all things were made perfect in the beginning. That was you and me. And when Adam fell, God had a plan through Jesus Christ to draw us that he had put inside of us before the foundation of the world. So when we think about grace, everybody believes that grace is what we get saved by. It's what gets us out of darkness and into the light. It's what delivers us out of the kingdom of darkness and translates us into the kingdom of light. And most most people believe that. But do we believe that that grace and that mercy and that that wonderful grace continues to follow us on through our lives? Now I'm going to make a statement that's going to be very hard for some people to follow and to swallow also because God does not judge you based on what you do in your physical. He judges you based on what Christ did on the cross. And so when we stand before the Lord, we're judged by what Jesus did on the cross. And so I think we need to grab hold of this and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to us because this word is a powerful word that brings a revelation. And I believe that's how we begin to understand this beauty of grace.